Andrew and I are back with My Marriage, Episode 3, Part 2. I sure hope that you caught Part 1, where Andrew and I talked about unmet expectations. We're talking now about miscommunication and how you and that man of yours can improve your communication. I'm Kimberly Mutar and you are listening to the Renewed Mama podcast where you can renew your mind, perspective, and the words you are thinking and saying because you are living the life you sow with your words. Your parenting approach, we're here to renew that too because sometimes what we're doing now just isn't working. It isn't connecting. Let's renew our communication because life is too precious to not say what we really mean out of sincere love and honor for the hearer. And that man of yours wants you and desires you, so let's renew our marriage or else we will keep missing each other and all of the joy and affection you both crave. Mama, it's time to renew. Let's go. Which leads us to communication, which was what we were messing up a lot on. We were talking but not really saying what we meant, especially in a way that resonated with each other and our personalities. Uh, We were together, but we kept missing each other, uh, especially intimately. So what is the number one thing that helped us with our communication, would you say? Uh, Definitely uh, going to Danny Johnson. I really appreciated Danny Johnson's gems because it talked about personality. And you probably have already done a personality trait. Just Danny Johnson's gems really helped uh, as easily see, oh, this is Andrew. Okay, that's why he does what he does. Or that's the why he thinks the way he thinks. Or this is how I can respond to him in a way that he would receive instead of taking offense to it, right? And this is why the way I am. Now I understand <laughs> why we're clashing, right? Well, you know, they say opposites attract, right? And it's true. Our, our opposite um, personalities definitely attract. And in, under stress, though, they repel. And that's when they, they, they hurt each other, right? Unintentionally. And I had done other uh, personality profiles before, mm. you know, DISC. And I knew I was this little dot on some quadrant. But it never really, I didn't really know what to, to make of it. I was like, so what? So I, here I am. And depending on how I answer the questions, I'm, you know, here, 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 here. Um, but I definitely found that when we use Danny Johnson's gems, again, it was, it was like an aha moment. It was like the, oh, this is where I am, but this is also where Kimberly or any other person might be, depending on how they answer a particular question or two. And then on top of that, it tells me now, how do I have to respond, uh, not to manipulate, but to Mm. build trust. Mm. Right. And so, for example, in in my case, one of Kimberly's pet peeves, I tend to repeat things. And that's just because in my personality, I have to verbally say them and sometimes multiple times as I think through and process. And I'm a problem solver and I love solving problems, but that means repeating through the issue and trying to figure in my mind if I've got it right. With Kimberly, her personality is it's said and done, it's done. Like, don't talk Mm. to me about it anymore. So sometimes I'll be at the kitchen counter and she'll be like, uh, you already told me that. And I'll be like, yeah, I know, but I just need to know for sure if this is right. Right. And it's a, it's a stressor. 
right? One of the things as well for me is I tend to be a little bit more spontaneous, add some excitement, that kind of thing. It doesn't all have to be pre-planned. Whereas in Kimberly's case, uh, some of that adds stress. So I like things planned out. <laughs> yes. So it can be stressful for me if everything has to be pre-planned and there's no, no room for some spontaneity. No personality is better than another. They're all unique and they're all, they're all very valuable. I think that's why Danny called them gems, right? Because mm -hmm. they're, all, they're all valuable. And as you learn to be more, I think, um, responsive to other people's gems, you're able to, uh, one, build trust, but also have um, harmony. Right. Yeah. And it really helps you know that you don't have to take offense to what they've said. That's just how their gem reacts or responds. And I think it's important to know also that when we went through Danny's gems, or at least the first time I saw Danny's gems, was around the lowest point in our relationship. And so one of the biggest takeaways for me when I was doing gems was, oh wow, it's not that Kimberly doesn't love me, it's that she doesn't like me. And now I understand why. It's, it's because we were at that point in time, we had the stress of a two-year-old, a new one on the way. Um, financially, we were we were in a lot of uh, deep water. We had just sold our dream house, and or we're moving from it to something else, and we had to sell our car. And anyway, uh, there's just so much on our plates, and uh, so many different struggles on different levels, and then that affected intimacy, and it affected everything else. So. Then every time that we had an issue, we, when we had our stress, we'd go into our own little, our own little uh, personality mm. cocoon, right? Because that's where we're safe. And then that's when they started clashing. Learning that was a great way of, okay, now I understand that Kimberly hasn't been talking mean to me or you know, dishonoring me because it was her intention. She's just been defaulting back to a particular um, response personality response that she has in her safe spot and it's it's offending me mm. so for example whereas Kimberly will ask a lot of well why 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 questions for me the why 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 is like what are you doing wrong like, like an attack. Yeah, it's an attack so again just understanding your partner's um, personality will help you go oh, okay so when she's asking this it's not because she's attacking me she really just needs to know from a safety perspective what the risk is or the other way around hey when i even though i want to know when i ask why that person may take it as what did you do wrong or why did you make that choice versus the way we word it might have to be a little bit different like hey that's a great choice can you tell me what you were thinking about it or hey like why did you think about that it's an interesting perspective this is all really really good stuff if we have something that we want to talk through with our spouse, we have something that we want to bring up, how do you suggest that we do it well? Is there a good time to bring it up? How's the best way to approach it? I think, I think you need to schedule a time. Uninterrupted? For sure. I mean, if you're on your device or mm. you're, you know, watching a movie or... Kids are running around. Or, or the kids are running or screaming or you really need to, you really need to take a time out. Um, and just we say, just, you know what, there's something important I need to talk to you about. Do you have a few minutes mm -hmm. that we can just meet? And, and you know what, better, it's usually better to do it right away. Um, Rather but, than letting it stew? Yeah, unless, unless the, like I said, the schedule is 
It's just it's just not working. And and typically what I find is that's when you won't be able to do it. Um, the enemy has a way of trying to make you have strife. And uh, and so it's better to get it done and out of the way as quickly as possible. Uh, just don't give don't give them a foothold to mm. to enter into into your relationship that way. To ask when is the best time that we can have this conversation? I can see right now that you know you're making dinner, or the kids are need us. But when is a good time for us to come back and have this discussion? And probably not good just before you have to go somewhere, because <laughs> that typically happens. You know, you're getting ready for church or an outing mm. or I got to go somewhere because I'm on a deadline and then you're just angry and upset the whole drive. It's important to be um, aware of your timing mm. uh, but also don't don't wait because you probably the easiest thing is not to do anything. I'll talk about it tomorrow and then we'll just we'll, we'll let it go and it just becomes another casing around the bomb yeah. that's mm. at some point going to trigger something. Right. Yeah. right. Some of our best I think times of discussing things were being able to get away as well. Mm, um, yes. Um, yeah. Prioritizing weekends away. Yeah. It just, and you know, it's, it's funny, but after our first, uh, I think it was probably, was after, probably after Jonathan. Mm -hmm. It was yeah, after we had Jonathan. all three. Getting away for a weekend and trying to do that four times a year was uh, was very helpful. I think the first day we didn't know what to do. Like mm -hmm. like we had been me I was going stir crazy. <clears throat> we had lived we had lived together for like what would that be now? If Jonathan was born, that would have been almost 11 years. Right. And uh or 10 years and uh we were all alone together for a day in this beautiful little bed and breakfast and like so what do you want to talk about <laughs> like, uh, I don't what know. do you want to do <laughs> and it was uh but by day two that's when it was that that ice was broken it was just that that rock was destroyed and it was it was great and that's yeah. when we started talking about dreams and taking our conversation to a level that was much higher um and a, a lot more valuable and beneficial and hey you know so what do you want to do when you grow up like where mm -hmm. where do you want to be how is how are things working? If there is one gift that you could give your children today, it would be your words, chosen carefully and spoken well. The words you speak today are like seeds planted in their hearts and minds. These word seeds will sprout and bear fruit in their life as they grow and become adults. Use Speak Life badges, sticker award badges, along with suggested scripts or words you can say in the situations you encounter with your children. These scripts are designed to help you to speak to your child's individual personality, to break lies they may be believing, and to help them to grow up with a truth-filled mindset. Get them today at speaklifebadges.com. Okay, so how do we diffuse an argument? Meaning we feel it escalating or we're, we're like talking in circles or we're starting to attack instead of being solution oriented. What's a good way, the best thing to say to calm each other down so that we can come to an agreement? Stopping and maybe getting a few minutes apart mm. is important. Okay. And the other thing, the other thing too is recognizing where you might have taken something the wrong way. Think of it as a sentence where we put 
accents on syllables. I may say something to you and something may tweak something for you and you hold on to that statement. Right, replay it. Yeah, and, and that statement becomes a point for you. I may have said the statement and forgotten all about it and I actually don't even didn't know that it even hurt you. Right. But you're, you, you've, you've latched on to that one. Same for me, right? Something you may have said hits me into my personality or in, in something that's troubling me and I use that and she must mean this. Mm, right. And so the best thing to say is when you said such and such, it made me feel like this. Mm. And it's in that way made me feel this way about you and I'm sorry. Will you forgive me for um, thinking ill of you or saying this about you or you know, holding this against you and more than likely the response of your spouse will be I didn't know I offended you that way I never meant it that way at all like I'm mm -hmm. or maybe yeah actually I did but I'm so sorry I didn't mean to hurt you and the, the whole point is that when you come first with and in a sincere way just say listen I'm sorry will you forgive me because I've taken this wrong or I've this and such as such has happened it makes it easier for the other party to then come in agreement mm -hmm. and ask for forgiveness too. You could say, I could be totally wrong about this, but I sense that you are feeling disrespected by my words or my tone of voice and it's not my intention. I didn't mean to make you feel disrespected, right? Will you forgive me? That communication, well, 93% of it has nothing to do with your words. Mm, yes, right? tone of voice. Yeah, total voice, your, your rolls on the eyes, the yeah. face. I mean, uh, now with our tablets and our pads and everything being communicated mm. by text, it's very difficult to tell sarcasm and tone of voice and intention. It's so important to be able to have all your forms of communication because if not, it's very easy to get taken the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's very easy to be hurt. The worst thing to do is say, I felt this way, will you forgive me? Oh yes, but I had a right to be upset because you, well, that you just totally just destroyed your argument, right? Mm -hmm. like, uh, it's important to be, to look for forgiveness and to not um, dig back up or look for any validating your hurt mm. in okay. a sense, right? You were yeah. hurt, okay, hopefully we're gonna deal with it and it's forgiven and it's, you know, in a sense, we're gonna move past that. We're asked to be selfless and to love without without any expectation of anything in return. This is good. This reminds me of one of the five must-haves in your marriage that's included in the free printable to this episode. <laughs> I'm not going to give it away. You have to get the printable to find out what it is. But go to Speak Life Badges podcast episode three and four to print off this free printable five must-haves for your marriage. Remember another thing too is to give each other time to process many times you would say something to me and I was on the defense and didn't want to hear it and Stomped off right and then I would think about it and I would mull it over and I'd say yes Andrew's right. I just didn't want to hear it right then I'd have to come back to you and ask you to forgive me for not responding the right way right having the right attitude and stomping off keep trying don't give up on trying to understand each other right seeing it from their perspective considering their viewpoint right fighting for each other not against one thing that really encourages me is our children are watching right and i want them to have an even better 
marriage and relationship with their husband or their wife than what we have. But they're not going to have that if they don't see us modeling and working towards the best relationship that we can have, right? Mm -hmm. I remember when we were going through the, the valley in terms of our relationship and um, uh, it, was, it, was, it was tough. And, uh, you know, it was tough with intimate times. It was tough with um, work. It was tough with, with everything. And um, I remember one of the big things was if you want this to, if you want to save this, you're going to have to, um, you know, we talked about expectations earlier, but you're going to have to love without any expectation of anything in return. And it doesn't matter if you don't get anything back. That is the, that is the way that you have to, that you have to, to love and um, and it it it's not that it wasn't it, that it was easy you know it's it's not but that was when I made I made that choice that that would be what I do this is if, if I was to if I was to turn the Titanic if I was to um, rescue what was left of our marriage it required me to obey and to love without without any expectation of love in return or anything in return. This was a, you know what, this is how God loves us and, uh, and that's what I have to do. And you know what, um, God honored that and Kimberly came around and loved me. <laughs> no, I always loved you, Andrew. There was, like you said, the part where I didn't like you. <laughs> I love you, but I don't like you. Right yeah, now. that's right. Oh, well, thanks for joining us for this episode. We hope that you had so much fun listening in as we had talking together. We bless you and your marriage. Together, you and your spouse can have great communication. Remember that if there is one thing worth fighting for, it's your marriage. No marriage is perfect as no two people are perfect. You can still have a strong, thriving marriage. Do not believe lies that your marriage will fail. Fight for each other and for a strong, thriving marriage instead of fighting against each other. Don't forget to get your free downloadable. It's called My Marriage. Go to speaklifefadges.com, podcast episode three and four, and get that printable. We want you to see those five must-haves for your marriage. Now, I know that they're not actual stickers for you to wear, but they are the first time ever Speak Life badges for your marriage. You'll get five must-have badge phrases or declarations that your marriage needs. When you get these five must-have badge phrases for your marriage, would you share in the comments below the podcast episode on speaklifebadges.com which badge phrase resonates with you the most? If it was an actual sticker, which one would you wear? We want to hear from you because we can learn from you and your marriage. Mm -hmm. Be sure to tune in to episode five because we are going to renew our parenting approach by calling our children up instead of out. Hit the like button and subscribe. If you like this episode, would you leave a review? It would be my first review. <laughs> and share this episode with another mama. That's what I care about most. If there's one thing the enemy is after, it's our marriages, and we've got to keep our marriages strong and renewed so share the love and help so that we stay renewed in our marriages. 
Lots of love. I'll see you next time. Bye.